doing pretty good. How about you? How's life been treating you? Uh, okay. I, uh, you know, it feels like a long time since I've seen you. Have I seen you since Sunday? Um, I don't think so. No, we didn't have, yeah. we didn't have an I, oh, we did. We did have IHOP lunch. You're right. We did. We did. We're getting old, We're getting sick. <laughs> which is you why, know, which is why we have to have our conversations recorded for posterity <laughs> on two guys talking toys. <laughs> That's a thing that we are that no one that we wouldn't believe unless we were shown this footage later. They're like, no, Grandpa, you like you had this, you had this podcast thing that you did like every week. What? Get out of here! You're right, insane. Right. They're just going to show this when we have no memory left. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything new? Got any new things? Cool things? I did. So this week, <laughs> why do you sound chagrined about that? <laughs> Oh no, I'm I'm actually very very happy to to have found to have found this. So, uh, I I took a break from Target today. Uh, me and Big Daddy Target were were we were at a standstill. So All we right. we called taking a break. We, yeah, we're taking a break. Uh, we're, like we're uh, Ross and Rachel kind of break. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll reconvene. Except I feel like our sitcom would be funnier because if, <laughs> if you remove the laugh track from Friends, I'm convinced that people would understand how not funny it actually was. Just my was there a laugh track that wasn't filmed between for a live audience? I feel like there was a laugh track. Huh. They they you need you needed to be told what farts were funny because without it, I certainly wouldn't have known. Did you say farts? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that it sounded like you said we needed to be told what farts were funny. <laughs> what I imagine that was probably about the level of comedy they could uh they could cobble together for friends. All right. So bring it on, all you angry friends fans. Yeah, we just got, I, you know, we just, we just increased our subscriber numbers, and now they're going to go back down because you've insulted uh, an American staple of entertainment. All those Ross fans are going to write in, let me have it, which is right. fine. That's, yeah. that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that from people that love Ross. Is, I, I think that's what I, I don't call. Anyway, I got a yellow Grimlock, and he's awesome. Wait, wait, yellow Grimlock? Yeah, so Walmart, uh, I I would love to know what the conversations are between Hasbro and Walmart, because they've been getting some pretty interesting waves of, of uh, Transformer figures. Uh, they have kind of a themed thing going on where uh, they, the, the, they've had about two different waves of, uh, they're, they're calling it like the, the Velocitron race set or something along those lines where the, the 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 loose premise is there's a race on on the planet velocitron and these are the the uh, participants which is great hmm. because they're digging deep and giving us crazy like diaclone uh repaints uh uh characters that were in uh galaxy force that we haven't seen new toys of uh so it's re it's really cool and we're getting repaints of stunticons there's more coming, but the most recent wave. It sounds like <laughs> um, like their mother drank coffee too much when in you know when when she was pregnant, so they're stunted. <laughs> they're stunticons. Well, they, well, I think mentally, mom smoked a lot. Mentally, they are fairly they are, are fairly stunted. Yeah, Mo Motormaster is a masochist. Uh, one of the one of the characters is named Dead End, who was who was actually one of my favorites on the show because what they they. They had to establish their personalities within like one or two lines. So they there's an episode where they 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 <laughs> like roll the first, up. It's like a pickup line. Yeah, they, they roll up. There's an episode where uh, it's when Starscream has taken over. He has Bruticus on his side, and 
Bruticus is holding Megatron in his hands. So the Stunicons just roll up to a cliff and they look at, they see what's going on. So Motormaster is like, oh, uh, looks like Megatron's in trouble. And Dead End, with no affect, just says, so what? It's <laughs> right. like, it looks like Star, it's like Starscream's finally defeated him. And he goes, who cares? I was like, right, right on, Dead that End. That drama's been going on forever. <laughs> it's about time. Dead End had the perfect, uh, uh, the perfect take on what was happening. Who, like, so what? Who cares? He right. understood where he where he was in the hierarchy. This isn't gonna this isn't gonna help me. I'm still going to be a limb on a larger robot in the end. This is dumb. But uh, but yeah. So they have been uh, Hasbro has been putting these weird waves together for Walmart, and the most recent wave of them that, are, that have started trickling out. They are unused Generation Two decos that they just never got to use for whatever reason, and one of them being hilarious yellow tiger stripe oh, i like the tiger stripe grimlock. It's tiger force grimlock yeah see th this is what i imagine grimlock would look like if optimus prime was like you're a big boy now you can go pick your own colors and grimlock <laughs> was like me grimlock pick best I wanna, colors i want to look like bananas and pajamas no yeah. but you need to you need to sit him with the tiger force <laughs> he is absolutely joining tiger force but I I love this, and there's they, they've got a there's a there's a jazz that's coming out. They're releasing the the G G two colors of Dead End. Uh, there's like a, a unused G two colors version of Mirage, and there's a, there's a couple other ones that are coming out. And I am I am stoked because it's so weird. Like this is this is what yeah. I want from crazy <laughs> store based exclusives. The way his mouth is open, the way you were just moving him, he looked like Kermit. I love like, it. Ah, yeah, I love it. So what, cool. what have you found? What have you picked uh, up? Well, I told you last week when we were recording that I had just brought in my box from Big mm -hmm. Bad Twister. So there's a bunch of stuff in there that I'll I'll show as we go along. But one of my favorites was the uh, new Eternia oh. Ram Man. And here's what I love. Look at his legs. Are, are those like squishy? Yeah, they they're jointed. So but they have, but they have like, like a... Is the, is the is the overlay rubbery? Like, does it? Yeah, yeah. And that's thing awesome. Enough, it feels a lot like uh, you know we discussed last week the Barbie legs, uh huh, and how they were jointed inside the plastic. And that's, that's exactly so cool. what it is now. It's a little more, you know, uh, squishy because it's supposed to be like remember the old one? He had that yeah. action where he would jump around, mm -hmm. but uh, I mean, you could you could pinch an inch on there, but uh, <laughs> I think it's kind of like corduroys, but. Um, that's very cool. I was so excited when I opened it and saw that they paid homage to that, old school. And that uh, is and, really cool. Now, yeah, you, and he, he stands well, no problems. I like it. What do you think about his proportions? Because when I first saw him, I feel like he's he's just a little too long. Like like long, I, like tall. Yeah, like because yeah, because yeah, original... you know, he should be a little bigger than I liked how uh, in the two thousand X series how mm -hmm. he was built. Compared yes. to the other guys in the line, like yeah, I want was, Ram Man to be a little bit. Yeah, he's more know. like a he's more like a brick with legs. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he's not much bigger than the other the other guys which mm -hmm. are behind me. But um, yeah, but I still like him, and I like his little old school. You know, he came with that the old I, the original had that little hatchet. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> but, love, um, I I love always, that they kind of paid homage to that. I love it. I always loved it that this is this is Ram Man. This is the the Mar the, the He Man version of Juggernaut. Yeah. But he still has that little itty bitty axe. Just yeah. for just for insult. Like just you know, 
once he's stomped you into jelly, once he's plowed plowed you through a brick wall, he just comes over <laughs> just, off, just a little bit toe. extra. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't need that. Grab man, really? So I have some rescues. Oh, what'd you find? Uh, last week at the lake, uh, I got this rubber ball with dinosaurs on it. That's super cool. Isn't it? It was just floating <laughs> in the lake. I See, was like... I did. I pulled it out, saying, "Oh, well, I got to rescue that ball." And then I saw that dinosaurs <laughs> on it, and it's not only dinosaurs, but they're like fighting. They're, they're going like, at it. Life and death. If the Dragon Balls look like this, I would collect them. All seven, yes. And I was stopped in a deli to get uh, a cold drink and found this <laughs> little yo-yo on the sidewalk. <laughs> nice. Now, can you yo-yo? Because I cannot. Not with this. Mm -hmm. uh you know this is just some kind of party favorite tchotchke but it's mm -hmm. kind of cute smiley face but yeah i can yo-yo <laughs> um you know so much so that i can do a little twirl but i mean i'm no mm -hmm. expert but i mean i could yo-yo i used to have my, my parents had gotten for me a yeah it was like a novelty yo-yo and it was it was made out of plastic and it had lights in it so you could you could oh, pop nice. off you could pop off the side you put like a like a little battery in and you close it back up and when it, it, one side was red one side was blue and when you when it, like you when you roll it down the lights would flicker and I was like that's super cool and cool I cool in the dark yeah yeah and I could get it to go all the way down to the ground and that was it <laughs> you gotta give it like, a little you gotta give it a little flip to come back yeah, up lot, lots of trying uh, <laughs> it was very good at uh, hitting the ground and then bouncing <laughs> and then. <laughs> We'd do it enough times that the sides would come off and the uh, battery would pop out. All right. But it was I cool mean, while it lasted. Lit up. Yeah. You could have used it like a nightlight. <laughs> Make artificial UFO settings. Um, okay. So we've we've derailed enough, I guess, for one episode. <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean we won't again. But, you know, we've been uh, the last few weeks talking about, um, you know, uh, franchises or licenses that have affected mm -hmm. the toy industry. In, in a in a in a way that's uh impressive so you know we talked about star wars we talked about barbie and uh today to make our friend mikey happy i want to talk about <laughs> superman and i see you've got uh, some uh doomsday issue over your shoulder there yeah buddy because i i have always been a fan of uh superman's rogues gallery yes the the coolest <laughs> thing about all the toy lines <laughs> And uh, and I've got a like oh my god that big Mongol figure yes and uh the dark side figures that have come out and like mm -hmm. since day one the first dark side figure that I can remember was the superpowers yes um one the one that and had like the cool clamp thing on it with no 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 that was total justice okay the superpowers one was a little bit it was bigger than the uh, oh actually, that's right actually right over there but I don't feel like running to get him he um, looked more like the original artwork. If I remember yes, correctly. Yes. Okay. And he had the cool, like he had the, you know, the, the helmet, but it had yes. the red plastic on the top. Yes. So when he's trying to lighten the top, his eyes <laughs> would light up, right? Mm -hmm. He was cool. And like he came later in the series, like that superpowers, uh, which was in the 84 superpowers mm -hmm. came out. And um, you know, they're you know, one of the later series had Calabac and Darkseid and and the Mantids and and the um it, it was just awesome. Yeah. But um you know, a lot of the bad guys that we recognize, I mean, Lex Luthor, obviously, uh, he and I go to the same barber. And, <laughs> you know, Superman has been one of the... Something fell. Uh-oh. <laughs> I heard something don't, fall. Don't send it to me! Oh, it's moving too much. Um, 
But yeah, so of course, you know, uh, Action Comics number one in what was it, 1938? Mm-hmm. Uh, Siegel and Schuster started this, right? And, um, you know, the earliest Superman toy that I could remember, and obviously I didn't have it, but like just remembering, uh, was Action Man. Do you remember Action Man? I do not. It was like a 12 inch figure. Mm-hmm. And then, much like Barbie, instead of buying another figure, because this this was in the sixties, right? Yeah. So this was like I think it was the, like during the the big GI Joe craze, the twelve inch mm-hmm. ones, right? So you'd buy Action Man, and uh, then you'd buy other costumes. So there were licenses to Action Man, like mm-hmm. uh, I mean, every not everybody, but there was like I think the Green Hornet and a couple others. But Superman was one of them. So you'd buy the costume, which would come with like a head so you'd hop off okay. action man head put superman head on and then put superman's outfit on and now you had a superman figure oh so that's actually, that's really interesting so it wasn't action man as superman you were literally making superman using right. using a pre a pre uh, uh a pre-gotten buck yeah and it was that's uh, interesting it was um Ideal, ideal toys. I think mm-hmm. was the company, and it came with crypto. Believe it or not, really? Yeah, that's that's really impressive. Because when was the last time we had a crypto figure? Well, I mean, I, the movie came out, but before that, it was just like the, the little, you know, the Imaginex guys had yeah. crypto. And then, well, I mean, I guess in the '30s there were probably, I think there was probably Superman toys like those. um it sounds like someone whittled it, but they had those wooden, you know, those wooden toys. You remember yeah. those? Like, not that you remember them. We weren't alive in the thirties. We're not that old, but I've seen them, and then, yeah. you know, they're, they're like, yeah, it would just be kind of articulated, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, nobody wants a wooden toy. Imagine playing, you know, getting in a fight, and then you get a splinter. Get them soups. <laughs> 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 or grandpa's outside with a two by four and a knife. <laughs> I'm making Batman now. <laughs> Hang on, you're gonna love it. And I then... said you're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> when dad when dad says I'm taking you out behind the woodshed, you thought he was gonna make you a toy. This is awesome. I'm gonna break all the cookie jars now. Right. And then uh you know, then we had Mego, right? They had yes. Mego, we had the big ones, we had the eight inch ones. Now I had some Migos, like I would pick them up at yard sales and stuff like that. Like I never mm-hmm. bought I don't think I ever bought a Mego new. Did you have Mego no. when you were a kid? I didn't they, they didn't they didn't interest me. I remember them being around and I remember having a couple of I see, I don't think these were Mego, but they were these weird toys where like you had uh I remember having one of the Hulk. And he was filled with this strange gel so that you could move him around, but then he would revert back to the the, the static pose. And I remember thinking that that was kind of cool, but I never had one for Superman. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Mego um, did Superman and everyone had a Mego. I mean, Wizard of (laughs) Oz. Batman, yep. Gone with the Winds. I mean, I can't think of any the McDonald's characters. I can't think of anybody who didn't have a Mego. Now, did they uh, create did they create Mego Justice League characters to go along with Superman, or did that come much later? Was Superman by himself initially? No, no, there were a bunch because I have Batman and Robin and okay. the Batmobile from that okay. time period. But then Mego did like three inch figures. Mm-hmm. They they did a, a three inch and. Um, they all had, they did Marvel guys too, but they all had a weird, like this hand was kind of like up 
like this, and then they had a straight hand. Like it was weird. Oh, like, but weird. they were the three three and a half inch like GI mm-hmm. Joes, and I remember having a couple when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I, I, and then you know, but you know, seventies then the twelve inch Mego came out, and the Pocket Heroes. These mm-hmm. guys were cool. Do you remember the Pocket Heroes? I don't. The I think the earliest Superman figures that I remember were the Superpowers one that had the. The, the fist swinging action feature where you you'd squeeze the legs and he would look yeah, like that he was, was look like he was running but it was it was supposed to be him throwing the flying punches. yeah this guy yes that's the one that's the first one that I recall now this is eighty four like this is the super the superpowers line with the dark okay. side that we were talking about before yes so that's the first one that I remember and I remember the I remember seeing him in stores <laughs> and I and I always loved it you know is is he running or is he is he punching the, the snot out of you. Yeah, this is the the eighty four one, and I love that of all of them. He had I don't know if you can see him like these like piercing blue eyes. That's right. You were in trouble. Like that was that was his version of like when Hulk would get slapped, and then you'd get the bug eyed stare. Like oh oh right oh no. Um, but he has a kind face and his little spit curl. He's good to go. <laughs> but I always loved that. You know, even in superpowers, and then the Mego line in like seventy two, they did uh. They did Superman, and then like I think it was like seventy four or seventy five. They did Clark Kent, and it was like, okay. oh, now now I have Clark Kent. Like you had nothing for Clark Kent to do. You didn't have, I don't know if you had Perry White or anyone like that. But like, why would you think? Like, who's he gonna fool? I guess maybe he could go check out Lex Luthor if you had Lex Luthor. But then Superpowers did it too, and Clark Kent was, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a mail away. I think it was like a mail away figure. Okay, and- so that's. In like eighty five, eighty six, something mm-hmm. like that. But these uh, pocket heroes are cool. They had Luthor, Superman, and Jor-El. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah. See, now when I was That's... a kid, when I was a kid, we had, <laughs> we saw the green outfit and mm-hmm. and the hair, right? So when I got this as a kid, I thought this was Mixelpitalik. Oh, you know, I could see that. Yeah, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, necessarily um, need the hat. But the yeah, like the the he's not a he's not a very big character. He's got kind of impish proportions. Yeah, I could so, see that. <laughs> uh, my brother and I thought this was Mixelpitalik until later on when uh you know as a collector I researched it and found out that this is Jarrell. What am I going to do with Jarrell? By the time the story happens, he's gone. He's, he's so he, he just like shows up and can talk to Superman and. You know, in the see, they, of solitude. See, should have made him clear. Yeah, but, that would have made more I, sense. And you know, I like Zod better, so he's in he's in plastic with a cushion. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I but, like how uh, comfy he looks in that box. Yeah. So then, and then they had Zod too. Hats are a little big. I mean, these came out years and years ago. Seventy nine, seventy nine. Yeah, came out, heads, uh, heads a little up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a. Yeah. Now cool. did. Did you did you ever reenact that moment when Zod is inside the building and he's menacing Perry and Superman shows up outside in one of the most hardcore moments ever and he says, General, care to step outside? Care to step outside? Yeah, I oh, love it's that. Oh, so bit. good. I love that. Now, oh, quick, so quick. No, quick my, fa- my second favorite is Zod saying, why do you say such things? Well, you know I'll kill you for it. <laughs> you, Perry. <laughs> so, so, so quick stuff quick story and we'll get right back to this my i i wanted to show my nephews that awesome moment because i when when they were when they were really little and i was being the responsible uncle and showing them cool things on youtube 
right. uh, I want, I start, we got on the, the, the Superman rabbit hole and I was like, kids, there is the most awesome moment that has not, has yet to be touched by kind of anyone in a superhero movie. And I'm going to show it to you right now. And we get to that moment and Zod's menacing Perry and mm -hmm. Superman shows up there and I'm all like, oh, he's going to say it. And it's a different take. There's another take of that scene really? where instead of saying care to step outside, he says something different. And I can't, I was so gobsmacked. What I don't say? even remember what else he says. It's something like, you'll never get away with this. Or like something weird and generic. What? That's lame. <laughs> I, it, it, it is. And my nephews also thought this and they turned to look at me like, <laughs> this is the most amazing scene in cinema. And I was like, no, it's been ruined. You ruined everything. And then I spent another 10 minutes trying to find the appropriate version of that scene. I was like, no, 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 this is, this is it. I had to preview it beforehand and then rewind it back, call right. it back in. They didn't trust me anymore. And I was like, no, no, yeah. no, trust me. This is awesome. I loved in, uh, you know, that, you know, those movies, specifically the first one and the second one, really defined my vision of Superman. Mm -hmm. Like when I read the comics, I heard Christopher Reeve. Yes. And those movies, before they really jumped the shark in the third one, <laughs> and then again in the fourth one, they jumped two sharks, um, were fantastic. Like Chris, and I loved, and I know people, you know, you know, like to get down on uh the return of Superman with the with Brandon Ruth. Mm -hmm. But man, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, it wasn't his with fault, the mannerisms and speech patterns was, of Christopher Reeve. It was not his fault that the script was terrible. I am I am all about giving giving uh actors a pass. If they are a good actor, there's only so much you can do with a terrible script. Uh, there's only so much studio meddling about, that can, you know, it'll kill the movie and there's nothing you can do to save it. When he gave the line about flying is still the safest way to travel, like, <laughs> like I almost got misty. It was great. It was so good. And speaking of, like, this is my favorite, my favorite Superman toy because <laughs> it's, it's Christopher Reeve. Oh, that is a great figure. It is. And I have the Zod and uh, the Gene Hackman, mm -hmm. who's another great uh i almost wish that they hadn't line. i i kind of wish that they hadn't tried to accentuate his physique for the figure because yeah, i was perfectly right. fine with him not being like when we're watching the movies yeah, i was perfectly I mean, fine with dude. him not being he's like, yeah. what six six three six four right he's a and big he, guy yeah and he slimmed down and he put on muscle mass for that role but right. he did you know he wasn't skin tight he didn't look like like Sylvester Stallone or Arnold when they're all when, or, when they're, they're ridiculous. I, I know me on a me on a good day when I'm not eating cheesecake. Uh <laughs> they, he didn't he didn't look like that. And I was fine with it. Like I don't need He Man's awesome, but I also don't need Superman to look like He Man, where he's got like a like a 12 pack or something ridiculous. Right, right. And Christopher Reeves managed to give off that that aura of right. and power in reality, Superman and... shouldn't be super buff. But I will say Henry Cavill, Henry, born to play Superman, like best, best suit. I will die on this hill. Best Superman since Christopher Reeves, fan, uh, yeah, absolutely. And and it's I hate that he's not Superman anymore. I really do. Yeah. I hate it. He was perfectly cast. He's a great actor, and uh, I, yeah, you know, 
again, you know what they did to him. It's a shame. You, you, as a, as an actor, even a good actor, there's only so much you can do with a terrible script. Yeah. Um. Back to toys. You know, (laughs) I found at Models when I was younger Mm -hmm. these weird, and I don't even remember who made them. Remco, maybe, because I know Remco then did like uh, like twelve inch superheroes. Okay. I think like. I don't know, sometime late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. But I found in models these, like, I think they were five or six inches, Batman and Superman. I haven't been able to find them since. And you know why? Because they were die cast. Oh. So in that time period, a die cast figure would last six weeks if, and mm-hmm. then it would fall apart. You had no way of putting it back together again. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because they hadn't figured out that, that like, tolerance was a thing with joints or or just right, yeah. Simple figure construction. It was. It was not a. Was not at the at the forefront of their minds at the time. No, no, it wasn't at all. Uh, but they were cool and they were hefty, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem. The joints couldn't take the weight. But um, I, 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 I would love to find them, but mm-hmm. I can't find them anywhere. And I, I don't remember who did them because, you know, the the superheroes went through the whole thing from yeah. ideal to. Uh, Mego, Mego to uh, you know, Toy Biz in the eighty and eighty nine when the Batman movie came out. Mm-hmm. Toy Biz, you know, got the rights to the superheroes after Kenner finished up the superpowers lines now, in eighty four. What did you think about that that period of time when uh yeah when when, when Toy Biz had the license and they were making like they were, they were making interesting superhero action figures, but it was also that era of yeah they sucked. Let's let's give this guy a giant clothespin. Let's give this guy a giant boxing glove machine gun. Uh, right. People, characters that don't have any need for any of this, these these miscellaneous items. Uh, so, so you were not a fan. You were not a fan. Yeah, of, it was uh, weird. Superman it was weird because they did like Batman. They did Michael Keaton's Batman, mm-hmm. uh, very much in the same mold as the original Kenner Superpowers Batman. Meaning mm-hmm. he had that same physique. You know, he had the different colors, but they changed yeah. the head. And the cape and the emblem and you know and then they use the exact same joker mold mm-hmm. um as the kenner superpowers but then they did a joker that was weird it had a hat and he was very like weird looking and he had a <laughs> a squirting flower bit like you could connect the squirt thing to the back yeah. and it would shoot out his lapel <laughs> and then they did uh bob the goon which was a great figure and but yes. then they moved away from the batman and then they did um, the Flash, Green Lantern, um, it's Superman, but his mold was very similar. But the Flash and Green Lantern mold were much different, not mm-hmm. as detailed. It's like they just were like, okay, we've got this superhero thing going. Let's let's just jump on it and throw these cheap things out. So much so that I remember being at Renninger's Flea Market in Pennsylvania. I was young. It must have been 90, 91, right? And um, they had a like literally a basket, like a little basket full of the new Flash figures from that timeline, like the second from the Batman movies. And then Mm -hmm. hidden in there was an original Kenner Superpowers Flash. And you can clearly see it. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) my younger brother will remember this. And it said Flash figures like two bucks because they were, you know, just released and out of the package. But the Superpowers one was already you know, six or seven years old. Yeah. And I was like, bam, got it. Two bucks. <laughs> they didn't even know they had a different figure in there. Um, 
and that's the flash I still have today. That superpower is flash. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but back to Superman, like we didn't after that, you know, we didn't see Superman for a long time. Like some years went by between, you know, 89, 90, and then the next Superman. And, and it was the total justice guys that you mentioned that were all like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the weird extreme posing. They didn't stand up. They looked like they had zero body fat. They they just won the show alone. overly muscled they they toned it down once they once we we got to the uh the animated series yeah uh, i thought like yes. those those were a big step forward both both in the the aesthetics and getting a little bit smarter with the articulation for it uh the tiny uh, feet and the yeah. giant shoulders <laughs> i mean i think I, I can't even really fault them for that because they were trying to mimic the uh, the animated look. Right, yeah, but, I love that they copied it the was, aesthetic, but yeah, it was yeah. kind of it's it's kind of funny to see that through line to go to uh, McFarland. So speaking of yep. what, what do you think of all of the Supermans, not to mention Batmans, but there, there's been a, there's been a ton of Supermans that have come out. But I I like that they that he also tries to be hitting movie style comic style uh yeah different comic styles throughout the year i'd like to see him tackle like an ed mcginnis version of superman that, that would be, be cool. interesting i like the ed mcginnis figure mm-hmm. line from yeah. like uh, uh public enemy yes they, they're very good um yeah i've got the Hawkman. i've got a couple from with mm-hmm. his aesthetic which is very yeah. cool you know mcfarland does a good job outside of uh Batman realizing that you know he's released I don't even know how many now maybe five or six Superman figures mm-hmm. and most of them I are pretty good but I, he's done a really good job of capturing his uh his rogues gallery like you were saying that's the greatest mm-hmm. thing that Superman brings and I love that his rogues go in both directions you know DC mm-hmm. does a, a really good job of that um like um Batman's rogues you've got the joker who's a, a you know he's a he's a, obviously a wacko but he's a genius mm-hmm. and then you've got you know the thugs you've got killer croc and and the the big bads you know what i mean Clayface that are just kind of the muscle but then you've got those guys that fall in both territories like bane and superman has the same thing like he's got the guys like doomsday who yes you want to see him duke it out with someone You've got Doomsday. If you've got someone like Lex Luthor, who's who's going to make him run a different route, mm-hmm. um, you know. Sometimes I hate how smart they make Superman in some of the. I, I guess it depends on the story that they're telling. I, I, I like that he's supposed to be above average intelligence, right? Um, but when you get to when you get into the realm of Superman created a supercomputer to do whatever this story dictated. Yeah, yeah. I was like, That's you, getting, you're getting into the Batman have, realm, right? Yeah, because we have, ba- we have like, Batman we, for that. Like, you I, have Batman. I like, like, the only thing Batman has over Superman, let's be honest, is the fact that he's smarter. Yes. There's and a, so when you start making Superman a genius as well, you're like, well, come on now. Give me I, something. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Superman's inherent power being just him being a good dude. Like, at the end of the day, right, Superman right. being a good just dude ready to say, we need what, to talk about Superman's character. And I and I like I mean, one of the reasons why I, I drift so much towards the bad guys in his gallery. Aside <laughs> from me just loving <laughs> me just loving bad guys in general, 
is because Superman is like you to make an effective an effective Superman villain, it takes more effort than this is a guy with a gun who's gonna threaten our hero. Right. He, he's bulletproof, he's from another planet, the sun gives him incredible strength. If you're going to have someone go up against him, you like you have to do something interesting. That's why I actually kind of like Parasite. Uh I like that he's a character who can steal the power that's like the animated. I like when he's introduced in the animated series because the series, it's yeah, the cool, animated movie with him in it, the man of tomorrow, or whatever. The animated horrible. movie's a little, yeah, that's that that gets a little too off the beaten path. But I like when they handle him just simply. He's a guy who can absorb energy. And when he right. realizes that Superman is almost an infinite source of it, he can latch on and become an actual threat for him. Mm-hmm. Uh but and then on the flip side of that, you get, okay, well, if you don't if you don't need someone who's going to you know, if you don't want a Lex Luthor who's who's got to rely on his brains to to beat him, I like that you have a Dark Side. I love that Dark Side is a is a character who is just if they got into a knockdown drag out fight and they established this in Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite moment. Yes, in a one on one knockdown drag out fight, Superman will beat the beat the snot out of Dark Side, and then Dark Side will get up and beat him into the ground. And yeah. soundly defeat him, but it's but it comes, but it, it it's also a good lesson because if you're Superman, he knows, or you can get angry, you can just unleash your anger and power and whatever, and you get that dark side beatdown. But you mm-hmm. also have to outthink your opponent, and it's not something that he would normally have to do because the level of, of characters that he's fighting a lot of the time, if he just let loose a little bit more, he could just beat them. And that's not the case right. with Dark Side. Right. And I love, I love that scene. And I know we've we've discussed it a while back. A scene in Justice League, uh, I believe, is Unlimited, where mm-hmm. Dark Side is introduced, right? Yes. And uh, Superman and Dark Side are on this on a ship. It's it's bound to explode, and they're like, mm-hmm. "This is it. We'll just let's see what mm-hmm. happens," right? Yeah. And. Uh, Superman is always the the nice guy. I just want to love mm-hmm. about Superman. Like he and Bruce Wayne and, and Batman, like their dynamic, especially in the Public Enemies yes. uh book and movie is fantastic and well written. And I always say here's my favorite in the comics uh the opening scene with the the Wayne uh Alfred's driving Bruce somewhere as a little mm-hmm. kid, right? And the car breaks down in front of the Kent farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alfred's talking to Pa Kent, and uh, Clark's playing catch by himself, right? Because there's no one mm-hmm. around. He comes up to the window of the limo, and Bruce rolls the window down to here, like it's a black, <laughs> it's a black window that comes down to here. And Clark's like, "Hey, do you want to come out and play? We can play catch." And Bruce is like, "No." <laughs> and it's like, it's the the perfect. It's the perfect, uh, you know, it, it makes me it makes me sad when comics remove really cool instances like that from the official canon. Because I, cause I, I remember that story, and I don't think it's I don't think it's technically officially part of their their history anymore. Just like it's no longer canon that as a child, T'Challa was saved by Aurora. So right. Black Panther and Storm met when they were little, and he was like, "Who is this beautiful goddess?" That saved me, which is ironic, but 
and then she ran yeah. away because that's that's oh, the course. life she was living. <laughs> uh, and he was <laughs> he was you know this this regal prince who was helpless until she came along, and right. he always remembered that. And when he met her years later, it was like, "Marry me," and that's not a thing anymore. I which is a when, shame. I love when Superman is well written with the understanding that he's Clark from Smallville, mm-hmm. and and when he's really well written and 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 well voiced mm-hmm. on in some animated things like um Tim Daly does a really fine job as Superman um when the bad guys are doing their bad things and he's like what his first question is like why are you doing this like he simply just doesn't get it like yeah. especially when it's a powerful bad guy or someone like Lex Luthor who's a genius and has billions of dollars could help anyone do anything could solve world problems with nary a thought Mm -hmm. and clark's just like i don't understand why you're such a jerk just do the right thing no all right i'm gonna punch you now that's (laughs) and i I think that's why i i generally am not a fan of the 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 most recent take on yeah yeah it's a shame that they took henry cavill down of down of the wrong path of superman I think maybe one of my one of my favorite animated Superman movies is Superman versus the Elite. It's yes. a great it's a great look at it, it just like just like what you were what you were saying before. You get a clear cut shot of his ideals, what he stands for, and then it's directly contrast with this new group. They're they're edgy. They kill people. It's what would be attractive to, you know, kind of a, a maybe like a, a a younger again like edgier audience who doesn't understand why we should care that Superman is this wholesome guy who's a Boy Scout who will never ever truly eradicate crime because he won't do what has to be done. Right. Uh, and it it's the, the way the story unfolds is great. So, it's, so so listeners, if you have not watched it and you have, you need to go and watch it now. Yes. Not now. Finish the episode. And yes. then, You've and then go. two more minutes with us. Not even. <laughs> go watch it. So uh, I'm sorry. Bring, I, I derail us again. Bring us back to toys. Uh, what's your favorite Superman toy? Uh, definitely the the twelve inch Christopher Reeve right mm-hmm. there because I you know I saw Christopher Reeve Superman in the drive in man and mm-hmm. you know the the what was the slogan like you'll you'll believe a man could fly or something yes. after you see that and it was the greatest movie magic and you know the you've got me who's got you like you know that's Superman in my brain and no matter who plays him Christopher Reeve is Superman and so that figure I- is my favorite. Good pick. I think I think my pick would have been the one of the early release versions of Superman from the uh the Mattel line. Uh the the was it was it technically DC superpowers? The DC direct I, ones? No, they were the ones that like that hit retail. Oh oh and it, and it was oh like I know just, which ones you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was just like the generic Superman and he looked like it was everything that I wanted in a Superman figure. He was he was you know, he had the he had the the, the general look. Uh, the face sculpt was good, and he, he the the posing was awesome. So we are out of time. Uh, we're gonna have to bring this episode to an end. Uh, Dana, thank you so much for kind of leading the discussion on Superman. You are way more uh, versed in Superman lore than I am. Uh, listeners, if you are well versed in Superman lore, uh, please feel free to let us know. Our contact info is two guys talking toys on Twitter. That is two guys talking toys. 
the number two, no G after the talking. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us on Gmail, the same thing. It's two guys talking toys. Uh, the number two, no G after the talking. Uh, if you've enjoyed the episode, please like and subscribe. That feeds the algorithm. And hope to see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>